and welcome back to the What Is Life 2 podcast. We are Sarah and Eric. The reason we're laughing is because we just tried to start the podcast, and I just, <laughs> I, you know, sometimes I just say things that aren't good, and so we restarted, and here we are. Welcome. Welcome back. I hope you guys are having a great start to your holiday season. Uh, should be, what, December 9th, <laughs> the day this is coming out. What I said was, Sarah said that whole thing, and then I said I decided to say, December 9th. It's a good day. <laughs> well, it's not. Well, hopefully that's not untrue. It's just, it's just I had no reason to say that <laughs> 10 seconds into the podcast episode. So we restarted and now we get to joke about it. Right. So today's episode is going to be kind of a list of our top lessons that we have learned in the process of making a podcast over the past year. Mm -hmm. So those of you who have been following us from the very, very beginning, our first few episodes were, well, our first run of the podcast was mid-2018. A lot of those episodes are no longer available. I think none of them are. Right. Okay. So we rebooted the podcast in end of 2019, and we went through a little hiatus somewhere in there. It's kind of a blur this entire year. I think it is for most people, yeah. Right. But after that hiatus, we came back and we've this is the most consistent we have been about any project we've ever worked on together. Yeah. Which is interesting because I feel like when we started the podcast and even when we rebooted it, it was kind of going to be like our casual fun project. We I don't know. It never felt like it was going to be like a business endeavor for us necessarily. Cuz neither of us knew anything about podcasting right we were just like oh we like talking we have good conversations let's record them yeah for us too not just for other people but it's been it's interesting to sometimes go back and see where we were and how much we've changed since some of our earlier episodes even just over the course of the past year and so where was i going with that i'm sorry I, oh i, I was yeah in. i was saying that we weren't intending to take this like super super seriously it was mostly just kind of going to be an accessory to you know sarah's vegan kitchen and like our instagrams just an additional way for people to connect with us and learn a little bit more about us in a less um edited way i would say a less highly curated way right and it's just interesting that now it's become kind of like that one cornerstone of our of everything we do you know this is something that we don't really ever skip or miss yeah when, which we'll talk about and we'll talk about our consistency with it paired with us missing like two months in the middle of the summer um we'll talk about that later but yeah it it's really become such an experience doing the podcast I mean, even even episodes where, listeners, I'm sorry to tell you this, but sometimes we're like, we don't want to record the podcast <laughs> just because it's, it's, it's a big task speaking mm -hmm. for 45 minutes to an hour and a half about something and trying to, trying to sound informative and smart and, you know, right. trying to like, you want to sound, you want to sound a certain way, right? Yeah. But we always come out on the other side like, wow. That was cathartic in a way, mm -hmm. a word I used recently. Yeah, I was going to say, that's like your favorite word lately to describe a lot of what we're going through. Whereas when we first started the podcast in 2018, it didn't always feel that way. Sometimes mm -hmm. it was hard to start the podcast. And then at the end, we felt bad also. Right. And we've really hit, we've really found, I feel like we've found our ourselves podcasting wise. Mm -hmm. And it's helped us find ourselves in normal life too. Right. Right. And before we get deeper into this, I just want to say that hopefully this ep episode, not only can it help people who are trying to either grow their podcast or even just start a podcast um, in the coming year, but I also think that some of the things we're going to talk about can help people who are working with any sort of creative project, whether you're trying to monetize it or not, you know? Yep. So that is our hope for this episode. Do you want to do a little positivity box now before sure. we scoot on in to the, the episode? Right. Okay. You go first. Okay. I was hoping you'd say that since I brought it up. <laughs> I have two. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to open up the positivity box and I'm going to drop in two little tidbits. Okay. One is sheet music mm -hmm. and two is my first funny meme song. Mm -hmm. So let's start with the sheet music. Sarah. Music well, by sheep and for sheep. Yeah, sheet music. <laughs> sheet oh. with a T. Oh. What? <laughs> what was, where did that uh, come from? It was from? just a joke. Okay. So do you want to explain the sheet music thing? I almost said sheet music by accident now. Right. I have been for the past couple months getting 
weekly voice lessons. They're virtual. Um, and recently I've been working on a song that my teacher bought the sheet music to. So we can go like line by line for the vocal melody um, and just make sure I can hit all the notes and work on my technique for specific notes. And I was like, wow, this is actually super helpful. So I went and I bought a couple pieces of sheet music from musicals. I got two from Hamilton and one from the Waitress musical and um, printed them out. I uh, I love physical office supplies still. So I, I hole punched them and put them in a little binder and I propped them on my a uh, little, what is it called? Um, uh, the stand for sheet music on my it's the, keyboard. Yeah, it's the music stand that's yes. attached to your piano. I play a little bit. I get up to go pee. <laughs> I come back and Eric has <laughs> swooped into my spot. I'm sitting there. I'm <laughs> rifling through the pages. I'm like figuring out chords and like trying to figure out piano melodies. And I, I, I don't read sheet music. I mean, I can. I can read sheet music like very, very slowly, but it's not something I ever really learned. So the sheet music also has the chords on it, yeah. which I can, if I read, if I see it says D, like, okay, I can, I can play D easily, mm-hmm. fine. But when it comes to Broadway musical music, it's much more complex than like your average rock or pop song. Right. So there are all these chords. I'm like, what, what is this? Mm-hmm. I, I don't know how to do this. And I'm like figuring things out. And it was, it was so informative just testing myself, trying to figure out this advanced music. Mm-hmm. And I started just singing along because I had bought these pieces of sheet music just to practice my my vocals with. So we ended up having this impromptu like one and a half hour musical rehearsal session. (laughs) And I've loved getting back to singing that type of music and thinking about that type of music instead of, you know, we have been trying to make our own music and define our genre for a while. And we've finally been like, nope, we're not going to do the mainstream pop thing. And um, musicals have been influencing my writing and singing a lot so so sarah was learning a lot by picking the notes out of the vocal melody and saying like oh this is this is what they're singing you Mm -hmm. know it sounds like something else but these are actually the notes yeah and i'm figuring out these chords i never knew before and we had the most fun little session and we both learned so much in that hour and a half and it's you know it was just so great now my other positivity box edition is i finally wrote and recorded and filmed a video for a comedy song, which I've wanted to do maybe my Since maybe my whole life. I met you, yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I I figured I would just try it and see how it went, and I think it turned out pretty well. Um, you can go onto my YouTube channel. You can search "People Who Hoard Toilet Paper." Mm-hmm. That's what the song is called. It's about people hoarding toilet paper. Um, and I'm just I I feel I feel very satisfied that I know I can do it. And I and do it well. So I'm excited about that. I'm going to make some more. Great job. Do you have anything? I, we, we, we I'm can gonna, put yours at the end. I, sure. I'll think about it. I would, I would include the sheet music as, a, as part of mine too. Yeah. Because it was such a great session. And I like feeling like I'm getting better as a singer. Which if you don't carve out time a little bit every day to hone your craft you don't you really stagnate or you even get worse you know yep so it's it's felt good to actually make time for that heck yeah okay do you want to get into this topic sure sarah has notes i do she's got notes today we're trying to take this to the next level here Mm -hmm. so we've kind of touched on this on in previous episodes and I just want to do this really quickly is go through the little history of our podcast and all of the shapes and forms it has taken. So 2018, I don't even know what prompted us to start our podcast, truthfully. Man, we went back and listened to some of that first. Oh, wait, no, sorry. We went back and listened to the first episode of this iteration. I don't have any idea what the first one was about Mm. or was like, but I think we were just trying to find a new creative outlet and we've always we've always thought we had really good conversations mm-hmm. one-on-one and we were like oh let's um let's take this to let's take this to the the ears of the people the ears of the people <laughs> yeah so we're like let's record a podcast right. and we started it we were like well what could it be about and we're like well we have a strong relationship why don't we make it why don't we give relationship advice it wasn't even limited to relationships oh yeah it wasn't it was just like we just i, I think it was in our choice t- 
to make that the format was influenced by the fact that you were listening to a lot of If I Were You at the time, mm. which I tell them what that is. Um, it's a podcast by Jake and Amir. They're two guys who used to write for College Humor, the YouTube channel and website, um, and they make funny videos and stuff, but they've had an advice podcast for a long time now, right. and I was listening to a lot of it back then, and I was like, we can do that. Mm-hmm. Right. So we solicited questions on Instagram, I think, and we did a couple of episodes in that format. Mm-hmm. And I think that the the reason it didn't really work out for us is that if I were you as a comedy podcast, these are two comedians. I wouldn't say they necessarily treat all of the questions very seriously they at all. They absolutely don't. They kind no. of like razzing the people who are writing the questions, you know. Yeah. And I was getting very stressed that I didn't feel qualified to answer certain questions. And I, you know, people would ask, because my platform, I think, is partly built on some of the content I've made about mental health. And so we were getting questions of that nature. And I was like, ooh, I do not know if I feel, like, qualified to answer these. Yeah, so we pivoted. What was the first pivot? Was the first pivot just... Hmm. I think we tried kind of what we're doing now, which mm-hmm. is just talking about what's on our minds. Oh, yeah. And then okay, here's another thing that was influenced by podcasts Eric listens to. Oh, boy. Ear Biscuits, which is mm-hmm. the podcast by Rhett and Link of the very popular YouTubers on Good Mythical Morning, um, which is interesting because I feel like a, lo- um, a lot of people have been sharing their Spotify wrapped and What Is Life Dude got tagged in a couple of those like people's top uh, podcast, podcast of, the, of year. the year and i feel like there was some overlap like a lot of people also listen to ear biscuits so yeah uh, there are a lot of what is life dude and ear biscuits in um spotify rap i actually tweeted a screenshot of someone's at um Rhett's wife who posted about it was like oh look how many people listen to ear biscuits I'm so, I'm so proud of them right. and i was like hey we get a bunch of those listeners too and she liked it and i was like listen to our podcast oh. <laughs> um yeah so I've listened to a couple of their their episodes as well, but Eric is a long time fan of theirs and listens. Well, you've listened to like all of their episodes, no? Mm-hmm. So they do a lot of just kind of deep dives on random, completely random topics or questions, autobiographical stuff, and so we kind of tried to go down that path as well, just like kind of randomly picking things, right? Yeah, story was, times. Um, yeah, it was. We were trying to do like a variety podcast, but we were very. We were very lost in our intention. Mm. Like I always wanted, like I, in the back of my mind, I always wanted to be funny. Yeah. And when you really try to be funny, you're not funny. Mm. And especially when the podcast isn't like strictly a comedy podcast. Yeah. Like I think you and I are funny very often on the podcast and mm-hmm. we don't try, which is the thing. Right. You know? So I think that maybe we can even sneak in a little um, one of our lessons here, which is that we're multifaceted humans are multifaceted and so there's a part there's a part of me that's like very funny and goofy and like sacrilegious or like irreverent i guess is the better word for it in a way (laughs) um and then there's a part of me that's like oh i really love like me having these intense like psychological self-development spiritual conversations and then there's a part of me that just really likes like tranquility and it's kind of a when you have multiple hobbies or creative outlets, it's kind of important to try on all different hats and see which like aspect of your personality fits with which outlet, right? Mm-hmm. So I also love I like funny things, and a, a huge reason that Eric and I get along so well is because humor is very much at the core of our relationship. But it it didn't necessarily mean that humor needed to be the basis of our podcast Mm -hmm. and i've and i've I've gone through the same making content on sarah's vegan kitchen which is my cooking channel on youtube if you're not familiar um just trying to be that like bubbly funny like always cracking jokes host and that's also not the outlet for that you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and so i think it's it's cool that now eric is making comedy music and not that we don't have funny moments on the podcast, but it's not like our driving it's, it's not our force. Main goal here. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, like you said, it'll it'll obviously sneak in. I mean, just like I'm, I'm when I'm writing comedy lyrics now, I'm sneaking in 
not even on purpose, just like existential thoughts, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. like it's it's just the inverse of the podcast in a way, yeah. Right, and I think so. Yeah, that's a that's a great lesson that we learned. Yeah, it's just something that kind of I think takes time unless you have a very strong sense of self, I guess, mm-hmm. which I've never have really. Um, and so, yeah, I think it's just something that you kind of figure out as you go along, which means you have to start. Right. So never go into a creative endeavor thinking that you need to have everything figured out first because things are bound to fail and things are bound to change. And yeah, you got to be flexible. Otherwise, it's going to be difficult. This lesson is like a two sided coin, the other side of which we were going to end up talking about later, but I'll bring it up now. It's like on one hand, we went into this podcast or more specifically, I went into this podcast like oh, I want to be funny, we're going to do advice. Oh, no, we're going to talk about, like, random stuff and go down these rabbit holes, like Rhett and Link. Mm-hmm. And I was, like, trying to be, like, these other podcasts I like, which did not work for me and for us. Right. But on the other side of the coin, it's like, well, if you think, if if you can really excel and succeed at doing a podcast or doing something else with a topic that's already been done before, and that's, like, your wheelhouse, mm-hmm. you should definitely still do it even though someone else has had success doing it, mm-hmm. right? Certainly. And yeah. yeah, we will dive deeper into that. And it's not to say that you, could, like, you couldn't uh, succeed at making a funny podcast with maybe a different co-host or something. Do you know what I mean? Or maybe discussing a right. different topic. Yeah. But it's just that you uh, consume a lot of c- comedic content and podcasts, right? Mm-hmm. Like you listen to podcasts, I would say, primarily for entertainment. I listen to three podcasts, really, and they're all comedy podcasts. Right. I don't listen to things that make me think. Yeah, whereas I exclusively listen to things that make me think. And so when we try to bring those two things together, you know, it would be an interesting podcast if we could have made that work. Oh my God. But, you know, it's it's it wasn't in the cards for this mm-hmm. round of the podcast. And I think it's really worked out. Like I've Like I said at the beginning, doing the podcast has really it's really helped me grow as a person and explore these thoughts in my head, Mm -hmm. you know? I mean, half of that equation is you, but anyway, so (laughs) back to the timeline of the podcast. Yes. So we did the advice and then we did random topics and then came the media breakdowns. So shortly after we moved to our second place in Colorado, we got this like gigantic house, way too big for us, but affordable for Mm -hmm. considering what it was and i don't know what i think it might have been because you started reading the book wild yeah by cheryl strayed and that got you thinking about things really hard and then we watched the movie Mm. i feel like that's what kind of pushed us in this direction but yeah we he started talking to me about this book i remember we you were reading it on um the airplane on our way back from New York, and you got, like, super emotional. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I do remember so that. So I was like, okay, I'm going to listen to it, because anything that, you know, makes Eric feel very strongly in one way or another is of interest to me. Except so, for politics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so I decided to read it, and we were having these discussions, and I was like, oh, we should do an episode of this on the podcast. And I think we really liked that episode. Mm. And then we were like, oh, this should be our thing. We should pick pieces of media and dissect them and relate them to our own lives. Right. So every week, we would pick a book, um, an album, a movie, and we would like break it down and try Mm -hmm. to relate to it. And it was kind of like, how does this piece of media make us think what does it make us think in an existential way right sure. what does it what does it do to us that makes us say what is life dude what is life dude so it just it, part of it was that we gave ourselves homework mm. right every remember in the description box every week we'd put what we were going next to talk week, about we're going to talk about this <laughs> and it's like we have learned that does not work for us yeah you meet like like we have this schedule for the rest of december and like it might it might change a little bit. We ne- we never know. I and think it'll be more consistent for us now because we've kind of found our is wheelhouse the term, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. And there were a few of those episodes that I really liked. I really liked the one about Westworld. Yeah. Definitely still one of the shows that has influenced me the most. Yeah. And what we did one about Truman Show. Mm-hmm. 
So it was like, it was like we were just trying to take stuff that interested us naturally and make more content about it and have the discussions that we'd normally have about those things on air. But then we ended up kind of trying to, for the sake of diversity, just pick things that we didn't naturally gravitate towards. So, for example... Pink Floyd's The Wall. (laughs) You timed that so well. I just took my hoodie off while she was saying that. And then, like, as I put my glasses back on and swung my mic back to my mouth, Sarah said, such as... And I was just... (laughs) I was just ready to go, <laughs> such as Pink Floyd's The Wall. Right. We got a lot of recommendations like, oh, Pink Floyd's trippy as fuck, man. Like, The Wall really makes you think about life. <laughs> so we listened to the music and we didn't like it. We watched the movie. We, we skimmed through the movie. and we, we didn't like it. <laughs> and we didn't like it. And which is fine. I know there are Pink Floyd heads listening. Totally, totally cool. Just yeah. not our thing. I mean, both of our dads love Pink Floyd, right? We mm-hmm. consulted your dad about the uh the wall and he was like it's amazing man Mm -hmm. (laughs) and i'm like i don't it doesn't vibe with me which is fine but it's hard to do an episode about something that you didn't really connect with at all right and especially like our podcast wasn't about to be us shitting on something we didn't like that's not who we are so it's like what do we what do we do right so so i remember we i we didn't get in a fight but we got we were like in a funky mood that day. I remember. Mm. I feel like I was like lying on the floor of my then office studio at that old house, and Eric came in and he was like, "I printed out some notes," and I was like, "I don't want to do this." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. those were dark times. Mm. So then, I, I'm assuming it was shortly thereafter. It's 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 hard to recall because none of these episodes are online anymore. So I'm yeah. like, what was the time frame? Um, I guess I could go back and look at the recordings, but it was after that we stopped, mm-hmm. right? I believe so. And that was like, that was winter of 2019, early 2019. Mm-hmm. We were like, okay, we're done. And that brings us to now, kind of, this iteration run of the podcast. Mm-hmm. So from, I guess, January 2019, like I said, till November 2019, went through like most of that year without doing it and then what compelled us to start again i truly don't remember i i don't remember anything about that time really it would have been shortly after we adopted melvin Mm -hmm. and you had recently cut back your hours so even though you were kind of working the weird night time it was only three days a week q4 hours yeah you had more time so i feel like then you were starting to do a little bit more freelance stuff so maybe we were just having more of those conversations yeah and this is this is the episode i went back and listened to some of recently episode one new beginnings november 12 2019 okay for one eric sounds like a different person oh my god we don't know why i don't know what happened <laughs> to my voice sarah speculates that i was sick when we recorded it maybe because i sounded stuffy and my voice was very deep maybe you were having allergies from being in a dusty warehouse <laughs> for three years yeah. it was very it was very odd but in that episode at the beginning i say something like Oh yeah, we were we were in the shower having a deep conversation, and we were like, "We got to start recording these again." Mm-hmm. And I think that that's why we've been so consistent this time around because we're just talking about the things that we feel, right? But in and we always we always try to make it kind of a mental exercise for ourselves, so we don't just want to ever come on here and just like complain about things and not offer some sort of resolution or like try to take a lesson from it. I think that's been our goal is to take the difficult things that we've gone through or the successes that we have enjoyed and kind of try and turn them into learning experiences for other people in similar situations or with similar mindsets. So yeah, I think I think we did just, we were missing that creative outlet. We were doing a little bit of music together at the time, but not in the same capacity as we are now. So I just think we were kind of missing that ability to make something together. Yeah. And even when we talk about things that we're struggling with or that have been hard for us, we, like you said, we always try to make it a lesson or we try to feel better for having talked about it and not Mm -hmm. worse. And when we did the first round of the podcast, we 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 didn't 
you know quite yeah. often we'd finish the podcast and we'd be like do we want to post that like, <laughs> well we want to give our listeners something but like it made us feel yeah. worse sometimes and now we're always like okay we feel good that we can feel help someone yeah good mm-hmm. yeah and I think this also ties into another lesson, kind of related to the first lesson, but just about finding your own voice. And just because, like, here was my problem is that I, like I said earlier, I like to listen to a lot of people in the self-development or spiritual community. And a lot of these people are like, they've got that guru energy. Do you know what I mean? Like, they're just very authoritative and they charge people money to coach and they have membership communities and all of that. And I always felt like there was no place in podcast land for my voice because, you know, I feel very imperfect. I feel very not I, I feel very confused a lot of the time. And I change my mind a lot. And I still am just now, you know, kind of figuring out who I am and like what things I do are authentically me what I want my business to to look like and how I want it to make people feel and to feel so lost I, all the time. I didn't feel qualified to be giving advice in the same way that a lot of people I listen to give advice. And so I think if you can make peace with what you do have to offer people in your podcast or your YouTube channel or, you know, whatever you're making, poetry, art, music, I feel like the more you can make peace with that and just let yourself create from that point rather than feeling like you need some sort of credential or extra knowledge or you need to have gone through some sort of mastermind or like boot camp or something first. Like I think there's someone out there who can benefit from your unique perspective. Yeah, and and we've learned that our podcast isn't going to be a, hey, we're going to fix your life. We've learned that it's a, hey, we're trying to fix our life. And I know a lot of you listening are also trying to do that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's really hammered home hearing from you guys personally in emails and DMs. Like, hey, you know, you talked about this topic and like, I'm struggling with that same thing right now. And it just makes me feel better to to know that you guys who Mm -hmm. are like an influence on my life, like are also going through that. Yeah. Right. Because most of the time you see these influencers I mean, I wouldn't consider myself an influencer, (laughs) but like you see these people living these perfect lives and you're like, how do I achieve that? And then you listen to podcasts and they're like, here's what I did. Now I'm rich and famous. Ha 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 ha. Right. And I have the perfect relationship and the perfect body and my perfect relationship with my body and (laughs) uh, two and a half beautiful children. Right. And let's not, and let's not (laughs) even talk about how much of that might be bullshit. But for us, it's like, we're learning how to do all those things and be all those things and think all those things Mm -hmm. and uh so we've really found our our calling to say hey we're figuring it out and i know you guys are too and another thing is that i feel very i've always felt very different from people like i didn't i never had a lot of friends i was always very shy i was always being held back by Things that I think a lot of other people can take for granted, like my social anxiety held me back from a lot of conventional opportunities, I think. And I mean, it's all for the better, but I feel like if you are someone like that, just putting your experience out there, even if it doesn't feel resolved for you yet, even if you're still figuring things out, I think that can give people permission to feel what they feel so they can work from that space instead of this underlying belief right like if you're trying to fix your life with this underlying this preconception that you are fundamentally broken and the only person then there's something that's going to prevent you from ever fully clicking with anyone's advice right Mm -hmm. you're you're going to make up excuses as to why someone else can have something that and you can't um and so i just think that if we all are putting out our stories and our our unique perspectives and like things that feel weird or uncommon um, or even things if we have the bravery to share things that we've been ashamed of. I think that just gives people permission to, to be themselves. Yeah. Which is really important. And I, it definitely us, the way we act on the podcast and the way we talk, it's definitely, it's definitely indicative of 
the people you and I like to follow. Mm. Like we we like to follow people who are honest and open about things right? and aren't just um, like always posing for the camera. <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean, like figuratively posing for the camera, mm-hmm. you know, and I think that's why we like doing our podcast in this open, honest way, because yeah. that's what we like. We like to engage with content where it's like, huh, they're talking about something that's not amazing. Right. Like a normal person. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. It's because like as I've tried to figure out my own creative business and figure out how to succeed like on YouTube and social media, I've just tried on so much tried out so many different formulas. You know, there's like the Gary V's out there who really stress just hard work, hard work, hard work. I'm gonna buy the New York Jets. Yeah. And I definitely think there's a lot to be learned from the things he says. But I I feel like there is a need out there for more. When I say this, I'm going to say feminine advice. I don't mean like a masculine, like a male-female thing. Mm. Um, I mean more like just a receptive kind of gentle take on how to succeed and be okay with things. Like more like... You guys may have picked up that I'm all about figuring out just who you are, which is what I found for myself. A lot of the the pieces have been there since I was a child. And I just layers and layers and layers of conditioning on top of that, that tried to make me more like Gary Vee or more like, you know, other people who have a lot of, of a, have a big audience. And so... I don't know. I feel like that's the space I want to occupy in like this self-development world, I guess. Yeah. So fast forward to now, we have, we found our voice. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you say? I think so. Yeah. It will change, obviously. Mm-hmm. I As hope, we do. Yeah. I mean, I would, and I guess we can talk a little bit about our goals for 2021. We're going to do an, an entire separate episode at the start of the new year for our just overarching goals, I guess. We, I mean, I just said a few minutes ago how giving ourselves homework didn't work. Yeah. But we did, we were sitting in bed like last week mm-hmm. and we planned out podcast episodes for the rest of December and most of January. Yeah, just the next two months. Yeah, which we've literally never, ever done before. We usually figure out what we're talking about on Sunday night mm-hmm. and we record on Monday. Right. And sometimes that doesn't work out. Sometimes we plan something and then we end up like the moment before we turn on the microphones, we change to a lower stress topic which is something that you know going back to the beginning of this episode that's something that took a long long time for us to learn and be okay with Mm -hmm. you know because i think about creators i know like rhett and link like i know they i know they have everything planned out week after week after week Mm -hmm. and realizing like you know what if that just doesn't work for us right what if we're like five minutes before like i don't want to do that right now i want to talk about food right then we will yeah, so I, I just wanted to share like one small goal I have for the podcast specifically for 2021 is to kind of bring in a little bit more useful, like new new information. So I kind of want to get back to my listening to like audiobooks and stuff. I mm-hmm. feel like I've really tabled that lately. I've been listening to some podcasts, like the same few And I want to get back to reading about psychology and having more interesting studies to talk about and and drop into our conversations. So you can bring that information into our Mm -hmm. episodes? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I just want to be helpful in all of the ways that I can. Yeah. I like that because, um, well, for multiple reasons, but one of them being I like when you're smart and I like when you're smart (laughs) in public and everyone gets to see how smart you are. (laughs) Well, thank you. Yeah. that's That's the proud partner. Right. So we were wondering if this is going to be a short episode, but now I'm looking at our list and I'm like, ooh, there's a lot we haven't touched on. So let me just go through them and you tell me what sounds best for us to talk about next. Okay. Okay. So this being like our first, this first option, this being our first joint uh, venture that has felt kind of not easy. I think that there are challenges with every creative endeavor. But but easiest. Yeah. The most like things seem to fall into place. Mm-hmm. So there's that. And for context, new listeners, we have tried doing like YouTube channels together. We make music together. Um, Which we still do. Right. 
but it's i mean we've there are episodes about this yeah but that comes with its own with its own struggles right we've tried to implement me as um a an addition a worker mm-hmm. to sarah's youtube channel mm-hmm. which did not work either right so this is the first successful thing so that's one option that we could talk about mm-hmm. another thing is about building a community here that we're kind of now accountable to in a good way okay um what else is it i like both of these so far and another one i think this one kind of relates to the first thing but it's about us working as a couple and capitalizing on our each of our strengths Mm -hmm. right rather than duplicating effort and like you know yeah damn it such good (laughs) they're all i i like all of them that's why we wrote them all down right um i mean let's talk let's talk about the first one okay let's just start let's just start from there Right. So we kind of just ran you through a list of things that, because like, here's the interesting thing. I've never, like, I guess we're young and I was in a, one relationship for a long time. Um, but I've never, like, tried to work, like, build a career with another, with a partner. So, but for some reason, I always knew that that was a thing I wanted. And so when Eric and I started dating and we moved in together and we had a lot of similar interests and thought about similar things, we tried so many different ways to be able to make content together. And a lot of them ended in contentious, I don't know, like they caused more stress than they were worth than mm-hmm. the reward that it reaped us. Yeah. And I think I think a big part of that is finding the thing that I don't know, like, if if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you know that, like, in the spring, summer, we were talking about getting more into hiking and camping and having, like, a vlog channel about it, mm-hmm. about, like, us going on adventures, and now looking back on it, we're like, why the fuck were we trying to do that? <laughs> like, we're thinkers, and we're musicians, and mm-hmm. Sarah's a chef. Like, w- w- why try to add something so mind-bogglingly different to the repertoire yeah um but not just as like a feature but as like the center of the that's what we were gonna do topic yeah like we we were gonna have a chance oh we could be successful having a channel where we film ourselves going on hiking camping adventures and eating good food or after uh, this was during covid Mm mm-hmm near the beginning of it and so we were like okay well after covid we'll go like travel the world and try the interesting vegan cuisine and like which we still might do and and right we'll vlog and put it on youtube but it won't we're not gonna it's it's gonna gonna be be for fun it's gonna be like if we feel like commemorating it and Mm -hmm. sharing it with people we will but it's not gonna be i don't know it's like it's like why take something that is just fun for you and assume that you have to monetize it. You just, you don't, you can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like for me, it makes sense because I love, I mean, I cook all day, all day. I'm mm-hmm. cooking right now. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, if you listen closely, you can hear pan sizzling. Yeah. And so it, it just like makes sense for me to make a business out of it. I enjoy it now that I've kind of figured out how I want to be creating my videos. But, you know, not everything you do has to be for other people's consumption right it's a hard lesson to learn you know it's it it really is sometimes i still find myself saying like oh my god we should film this like we're gonna go to uh we're gonna go on a oh wait that's my positivity box oh i booked an impromptu um did i talk about this on the last episode had i already done this i I, once the last episode is done being edited and uploaded i forget it exists yeah me too i don't have room in my brain for them i'm sorry (laughs) that's why the listeners are there Right. Well, I I booked a little impromptu getaway just for two nights in Palm Desert, California. This is a city that I grew up in. So it's a little desert town. And so originally I had booked an Airbnb in San Diego, which is where we live. And it had a nice kitchen. I just wanted an opportunity to go there and like film like a cooking show style thing because I feel embarrassed to do it in my family kitchen (laughs) around other people. Um so I rented the Airbnb there and I was like, oh, this is going to be a work trip. And just like on a total whim, I was like, you know what? I don't want to do this. So I canceled that booking. And, and for and she booked a place in Palm Desert that does not have a kitchen. 
Yeah. Which means she can't cook things even if she wanted to. Right. So it's going to be our very intentional, like, creative getaway. We're going to, like, maybe write some music. Um, Just, like, chill out. Like, living in a city and, like, everyone who lives here who has been to L.A. before is like, yeah, San Diego is not busy. For us, it's busy. Having lived in a sleepy little town in Colorado for quite some time. Yeah. So we're like, we just, you know, we just wanted to be... In an empty, it's not empty. It's actually growing pretty rapidly. <laughs> and every time I go back, there's more and more buildings developed. Um, but, you know, we Just wanted a, a chiller chiller space for, for a right. few days. So why am I bringing this up? Um, because oh. <laughs> it's a vacation. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, my God, what can we film there? What kind of videos can we, can, can we film there? Should we do a mukbang? Should we do a Q&A? Blah, 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 blah. It's like, maybe we will if it sounds fun. But right. I'm not going to commit to it right now. <laughs> And then, you know, it comes to when it came to, wow, that was a mess. When, <laughs> when it comes to me trying to hop on to Sarah's team at Sarah's Vegan Kitchen, which is her, uh, she is the team. I was trying to think of all the ways I could help her. And you guys, you guys heard some of this on the podcast this year. We ultimately came to the conclusion that like, I can't help her because none of my strengths are, are, are in what she needs help with. Right, I'm a I'm a musician mm. and a funny guy, and yeah, I'm yeah. good at editing. I'm editing audio, but like Sarah didn't need any of those things, and I, we were strictly trying to force it together for the sake of me having a job. Right. Yeah, I mean, let's just drop in our little sweet, simple vegan conscious Chris thing. But mm. Hi, if guys. you guys have been following us, um, you know, throughout the past, throughout the summer, and you've been kind of following our attempts to loop eric into sarah's vegan kitchen you'll know that like the fact that chris and jasmine of sweet simple vegan are this couple with this cute life and these two adorable dogs and they just have an adorable family and they work together on sweet simple vegan and i was like oh my god this is what i want like i want to make stuff for other people with my partner that's what i want and we try to do it kind of like in the same way that they do it and it just was not, you know, it wasn't for us, you know, yeah. for multiple reasons. But um, it, it's just, it goes back to finding your voice. And it's just because you enjoy consuming content that is, you know, made by someone else doesn't mean you have to make the same content in the same way because you're just, you're different, you know? Yeah. And the final thing is music. And I think we are finding more success with our music and working together, mm-hmm. um, especially like weirdly in the last week. Or so. Oh yeah. We've just been like sitting down with an acoustic guitar, mostly late at night, and Sarah's like, "Hey, I have these lyrics and like kind of these chords." Because the problem we were running into before was Sarah had more fleshed out songs, and I was kind of changing them, and we were trying to find our style, and we were like to make them more pop. It was all very confusing. Yeah, and very confused while it was happening. Right. Um. So now we're kind of just like, let's just figure this shit out on an acoustic guitar. That's what we're both good at. Mm-hmm. And we're just like really mellow at 11 p.m. in our bed, like working on lyrics and guitar yeah. stuff. And it's felt very nice. But I think the reason that had been more of a struggle than the podcast specifically mm-hmm. is because it's just so it's so personal to both of us. And it's right. the thing that we're both like most passionate about. Mm-hmm. And we want it to come out in the best way possible right whereas the podcast it's like it's just more it's on the fly and it's more relaxed and and i think the other thing is that we have we feel equal ownership over the podcast Mm -hmm. whereas that like kind of almost power differential was causing issues when you were trying to work on sarah's vegan kitchen or we would try to collaborate on a song because i'd be like well this is a song i wrote and then you'd get really attached to an arrangement you made, and I wouldn't want to, you know. You're like, I don't like that. That's not. It doesn't sound like my song anymore. Right. So it just felt like we weren't able to meet in the middle and find that balance as to like what Eric really excels at and what I excel at, which has been easier for us with the podcast, I think, especially this go around. It's like Eric is very much always the one who makes things happen. I think. Well, and now th- this is the third topic that we had on the list. Mm-hmm. So let's just. Right. Let's keep going. Mm-hmm. I mean, everything comes back to finding your voice and finding who you want your who who do you want to help really is the question. And 
I think as soon as we clarified that, we knew who we wanted to serve essentially. And it made it a lot easier for us both to say, okay, well, here's what I owe to these people. And what we decided, what we decided was like, we always have to upload. Yeah. Unless there's some very odd extenuating circumstance, like we owe it to our community to upload. Mm -hmm. And, to try to bring them as much value as possible, I guess. Yeah. Um, and so I will typically be the one who's always like kind of hunting for new information and like themes that we can bring up because that's just something I naturally do. It's how I process the world. It's, it's the conversations we have here are similar to conversations we have just the two of us. Although when it's just the two of us, I'm a lot sadder. <laughs> I'm like I'm, I'm more able to be like, you know, you really are much more. You turn that sadness in our like off mic conversations. Mm-hmm. You really do turn it into like, here's how we can change and grow and this right. motivational growth aspect. Yeah, I mean, which is fascinating. <laughs> well, it's because it's what I've what I always say is like I'm so much better at helping other people, and so when I when I can think about my issues or struggles. But I recontextualize it so it's like, oh, well, how can I use this to help someone else? It just becomes much easier for me. Mm-hmm. I feel like I am like natural coach in a lot of ways. Um, so that's like kind of my role on the podcast. And Eric is like, Eric is the one who keeps it not so dense. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like you add levity to my life, IRL, and in the podcast. Do you know what I mean? Like you bring a very human element to things whereas i'm very like i don't know i just i can like think myself into the abyss i use humor as a defense mechanism (laughs) yeah no i yeah i mean i think it's i think it's partially my personality just Mm -hmm. by itself right like that's just how i am but i also think it's just because i truly don't understand some things as deeply as you do and (laughs) therefore can't speak about it as densely as you do right but I think you're oh, so here's the thing. I've thought about starting my own podcast, just like reflecting on my own issues, kind of like what we do here, but just me, you mm. know, and like maybe getting a little bit more esoteric and, and weird and spiritual. And like, this is just so much easier because I function better in conversation for one. And I think that you are kind of representative of our audience. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I do feel that way. Yeah. I'm like a um I'm like a participating audience member <laughs> of the podcast. Yeah. This is just this is your wow, I'm just realizing that it's your podcast. It's not my podcast. And I'm just here like No. <laughs> I no. am the audience. <laughs> no, you I just think that you and this is this is like a character trait of yours that runs through all of your interactions and relationships is that like, so for example, my mom and sister, they're like me in that they're very shy, right? Mm. But Eric lives here and Eric brings out this different side of them that is like funny and like more they outgoing. They a lot now. Yeah, do you know what I mean? <laughs> so Eric has this way of just like making people feel included and like looping them in and making an environment or a topic seem a little bit warmer and more approachable. Like even if it's like a dark topic. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> You're going to make me weep on Don't the podcast. Um, Do you see this? Yeah. My that's that's like your strength. Do you know what I mean? And sometimes strengths aren't like super tangible. You know, sometimes strengths are energetic. And I, I'm really good at seeing and understanding people and un- anticipating questions. And you're very good at like, are you? Are are you are you following us? Are you like are you here? Mm. And I I can just like see you even when you worked at the warehouse, like being that person who would like make sure someone felt included if they were a new employee mm-hmm. or something you know yeah, i did always do that that was like the only reason i was kept around as long as i did people it's person cause, it's because i people liked me and eric also handles all the logistical things that are impossible for me to accomplish because i uh, am heavily enmeshed in my emotional body and email scares me and just like the act of like editing something like the, the sound files or whatever or mm-hmm. uploading them like it would take so much longer. I'm very bad at working on schedule. If you follow my YouTube channel, you'll know that. <laughs> it's like, this week I have five videos and I won't have anything for seven months. Bye. 
<laughs> yeah. Well, thank you for saying all those things. It made uh-huh. me feel really nice. Um, and it's funny, the the first example that comes to mind when you said like me interacting with your mom and sister mm-hmm. and like bringing out this other side of them, mm-hmm. the first example I could think of is how on Halloween I made <laughs> all of us drink and uh, watch Black Mirror and decorate sugar cookies. <laughs> And it's not like I forced anyone to do anything against their will. No. It was just, I was just like, come on, I'm having a beer. Hey, have a drink. Mm-hmm. And then at some point we were all like asleep on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> Watching Ashley O. Yeah. Okay. Right. So I think that, so to bring this back to the whole like lessons, takeaways thing, it's just like if you are kind of having trouble finding your voice podcasting wise or like trying to figure out like what kind of youtube channel like what vibe you want your youtube channel or your music to have i think you can think about this question and it's how do i want to make people feel Mm. i feel like that's the best place to start from like do you want to make people laugh all the time and kind of forget their cares and like not think too critically about things do you want people to think critically about things do you want to make someone cry do you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. When I, I mentioned an episode or two ago how I really love this live rendition of this Broadway song, She Used to Be Mine, from the Waitress musical that I just bought the sheet music for. It's extremely difficult to sing. I don't think I can pull it off yet. Um, yet. But, like, I love that song, and every single time I listen to this particular live performance of it, I cry every single time. And it's like... Not everyone wants to feel that way. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And everyone's leaving comments in the YouTube video comment section like, oh, I prefer this version. I prefer a different version. And just each actress brings their own color to it. And it's all about which one makes you feel the way you want to feel. Mm -hmm. And that's why everyone... Everyone can make something, like, if you want to make something and you're worried about, like, you can't do it as well as someone else, you might just do it differently, but just as well and better for a certain audience. Yeah. And that's why it's, uh, that's why you can't, you just can't, like, look at other people's success and Mm -hmm. be like, this is what I want. I've been seeing this, um, this, this phrase pop up a lot recently, Mm -hmm. which is, um, comparison is the thief of joy yes is that is that correct Mm -hmm. yeah and i just i just keep thinking about it and i keep seeing it in places (laughs) and you know it applies to all of this Mm -hmm. you know in every sense right anyway anything else i feel like we covered most of the things we wanted to talk about Mm -hmm. i mean i want to what about our little community yes to get into is that what you Sure. Okay. Yeah. Let's talk about that. I meant to bring it up earlier because it is a very important part of what we do here. We've really been zigzagging through these topics. <laughs> yes. As we do. Right. Because everything is everything. Everything is linked. Yes. So uh, should we start off the section with a belated supporter shout out? I think we should. It's time for our supporter shout out. <laughs> nice. Way to time it, me. <laughs> So every week we do a little shout out to our monthly supporters through our Anchor website. These are people who give a monthly donation to us in order to keep putting foods in our mouth. Foods in our Sorry, mouths. Sorry, food in our mouths to uh, fuel us on the podcast. So I'm going to I'm gonna start doing these fast because very thankfully we have a lot of supporters now. Yeah. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to speed read these. <clears throat> shout out to Inga Pfeiffer, Alexis May, Morgan Lassiter, Jennifer, Samantha McIntyre, Kevin P. Dooley, Nina Schmidt, Izzy, Karen, <laughs> damn it, Karen BW, Teresa Mad- Madara, that's a new one, hey Teresa, uh, me, Quinn, Anna Dureka, Megan Stewart, Dylan Schaubin, and Sarah Creighton. <laughs> I hope I didn't miss anyone, damn. <laughs> So thank you to all of you. And if you want to support, you can also go to our Anchor page and support us. And if you can't give a monthly donation, you can support us by going to the iTunes store and leaving a rate and review. That is uh, fantastic. Mm -hmm. Helps people come across our content. Because as of now, I believe most of our listeners come from either of our Instagrams or YouTube. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's that's another goal, which we'll talk about in you know, our first 2021 episode is to like kind of expand our reach, Mm -hmm. bring new people into the community. But yeah, I think it's interesting. I I feel like our listens each week 
are like usually roughly the same, mm-hmm. but we have taken on more supporters, which is awesome. Yes, I have noticed that. And what I've noticed about our community is that the people who like repost our music mm-hmm. and the people who send us emails um, are a lot of those people are supporters of the podcast too. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I I know you mm-hmm. because you're on your name is on the list. Right. And also, when we post a Christmas cover, you repost it. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, you're a super fan. Right. That's how I feel this community is. Yeah, that that is. It's crazy because I have, well, like 230-something thousand subscribers on YouTube. But I, and I know a lot of my, like, I, I feel like YouTube funnels to my Instagram funnels to the podcast and music. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the further down you go, like, the more intimacy there is there. Yeah. Where, I don't know, it, it's just, it's it feels different to be creating for, like, a small little family of listeners mm-hmm. than it is for, you know, just mass consumption on YouTube. Well, it's because, like, we have a small group of, a smaller group of listeners that are all, like, more active, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And we communicate with more, whereas, like, you could get a bunch of comments on a YouTube video and, like, not recognize anyone's name, mm-hmm. you know? But with our stuff, it's like, oh, I, I know this person. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, it's such a, it's such a great feeling, you know, and it gives me, it it really, it really hammers home like the, am I good at doing a podcast? (laughs) Like, is this, is this fine? Like, should I stop? Like, is it worth it? Mm -hmm. And then to have people actually care so much Mm -hmm. and a care in a deep way. Yeah. It's, um, it's very emotionally fulfilling. Right. And we've kind of talked about before how, so we do the podcast. We also have been working on music and we haven't come out with any original music yet, although we have been literally, we've been writing a lot lately. So, which is something Sarah's been saying, can we write a song? Can we write a song together? You know, and we finally started doing that. I really do feel like early 2021 is when our first couple original songs are going to come out. Yeah. I just feel like we're both growing so much as, as artists and, and as teammates you know i don't think anyone i don't think anyone in our community of what is life dude listeners thinks this way maybe no one does but if anyone's thinking like well what's been taking them so long like they keep saying original music right Mm -hmm. like we said this at the end of 2019 right yeah and it's just to make something so near and dear to both people's hearts Mm -hmm. and when both people most bands are not romantic partners (laughs) partners <laughs> right so like to to balance all of these things it's like very touchy for both of us in yeah. a lot of ways um because we take you know i take my music sarah takes her music and lyrics i take my songwriting mm-hmm. like all of this it's very sensitive to both of us yeah. and then you add in like you can fight with your buddies at band practice mm-hmm. and you're like ah fuck you i love you you know but like when you're in a deep committed relationship (laughs) you have to be a lot more sensitive about everything both of us do right so that's the reason if in case you're wondering yeah and i don't think this is going to be an issue permanently because i think another huge reason it's been hard for us to create music has been our preoccupation with other types of work and i feel like i've finally figured out how sarah's vegan kitchen needs to go and it actually takes like a lot less time and a much less of an emotional toll on me (laughs) to create the content that i should have been creating all along uh surprise surprise (laughs) so like you know that's what the this whole year has been about just like coming back to kind of like where i started on youtube the stuff that i naturally was inclined to cook and film and in the way that I was naturally kind of presenting it. Um, it's, what a weird journey it has been. But I feel like now that I've figured that out, the heaviness of it is kind of gone. And that's why I think we've had so much time to like do a little bit of music every day. Mm-hmm. And then all of that is just everything that we have been like kind of running into walls with, I think will accelerate this this I think, year. I think we've really been figuring out how to balance everything you know Mm -hmm. i'm like um, i made a comedy song for the first time and i made um i made like an instructional youtube video about audio recording that i'm Mm going to put up this week that i'm really proud of also and it's like okay like if i can make 
one video a week and then like hopefully the channel will grow and I can do freelance stuff on the side. Mm -hmm. It's just about like for both of us balancing like, okay, what's giving us like, what's paying our bills? Right. And then what are we going to focus on that we hope can overtake everything? Mm. Right. And it's like, we've just had so many things like floating around Mm -hmm. and it's like, okay, these things go here, Mm -hmm. these things go here and we can work on these things. Yeah. And it's like without that balance and figuring out what exactly what we're doing it just it was a mess it just made it not like just a mess in our brains yeah it is a big puzzle that just requires a lot it's like one of those uh big uh those sliding puzzles that they always have in survivor Survivor. (laughs) (laughs) and people struggle with them so much anyway that's what this the past three years have been like and isn't it interesting that now both of us feel so much more clarity but it like the answer was definitely there do you know what i mean like i said i'm kind of going back to making higher quality version of the kind of content i made before i was getting paid to make my youtube videos Mm -hmm. and now it's like you're making funny videos which you've been like you have literally been talking about since i knew you and me and my sisters did when we were like 12 yeah and you're like making music for people and you're sharing knowledge that you i mean not that you haven't grown as a a producer or like in your technical ability but like you were definitely qualified to be making informational videos a few years back i just didn't believe it and now we're both just like okay yep we've tried on all these different like hats and like different roles and it's like oh yeah we're back to what we're supposed to be doing and now everything else that wasn't possible for us to achieve because of all that bs like it has room to grow I just feel like me from a few years ago when I was like, how do I get out of my warehouse job? What do I do? I want to create stuff. I don't know what to do. Should I be a hiking enthusiast? <laughs> like if that guy could have just, or if me now, if I go back and just say like, just do the thing that you're fucking amazing at. <laughs> like there's only one thing you're actually really good at. Right. Just do, just pick that. Like don't try mm-hmm. to become amazing at things to make it a lucrative career. Just do the thing that you're good at already. Mm. Mm-hmm. And that's what I learned. That's what I taught myself. Yep. <laughs> so is there anything else on the list that you want to touch on? I don't think so. Okay. I feel like I actually feel extremely satisfied with this episode. Me I too. feel like it was very coherent. We didn't go on yeah. as many tangents. Do as you know we what I mean? Have. Right. Yeah. I like it a lot. So do you want to, you don't have to, because like we just talked about, we sometimes stray from our original vision, mm-hmm. but do you want to give kind of like what we're thinking about for the rest of the month yeah, in terms yeah, of let's episodes? Do it. Okay. You have the calendar. <laughs> so, okay. Next week, we are thinking of doing a 2020 positivity box where we just rant and rave about all of the things that we loved uh, from very inconsequential seemingly inconsequential things silly things to like very important things listen this year's been basically shit for everyone except for like jeff bezos and elon musk (laughs) you know tripled their wealth or whatever but there is there's always there's always good Mm -hmm. and we we want to do an entire episode where we're like hey things can still be good Mm -hmm. i'll rant about sourdough and uh, bokashi and all of that (laughs) And then the following week, we want to do kind of like a fun, lighthearted thing, uh, which is just happy holiday memories and traditions and maybe some traditions that we would like to start for our own little family. Because mm-hmm. now, I mean, if things all go to plan, we're going to be together for all of the holidays to come. You won't be working. Exactly. <laughs> we'll be home together making stuff that we want to make together. With a crackling fire and the smell of cookies wafting through the air. And wafting <laughs> wafting <laughs> wafting and, and the cold moist pacific northwest air right not creeping in because we have the heat on uh, maybe okay and then next the the final week of december a little reflection on some of the most common themes from our 2020 podcast yeah, this this episode, you know, we obviously we gave a deeper history of the podcast, but we did talk about like how the podcast helped us, mm-hmm. right? But we want to get more into specifically right. what we what we just kept talking about all mm-hmm. year, what we kept coming back to, the overarching themes and what we learned. Right. Just the year in review essentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just like 
in case anyone else is like tuning in and is new and doesn't want to go back and listen to our our old episodes, just like a little like primer on the things we talk about a lot. Yeah. What else? And then it's uh then it's then it's next year. Oh yeah, and we want to start Oof. we want to start January with kind of like a new season. I think we can have different seasons on yeah. like Spotify. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little a new theme song. Yep. We'll see. I wonder, should I go on Fiverr and try to find someone to make us a, a new theme song? <laughs> uh, maybe. Okay. I mean, I not. I'm not qualified. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but so we want to start that with our 2021 goals, and also kind of just rewind it, and each of us do a, an episode kind of dedicated to our story mm-hmm. and all of that. And yeah, so that that is what's to come. It sounds good. I'm excited. Yes. All right. Well, thank you so much. Wait. 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 Did you get your positivity box fix? Do you feel satisfied? I think so. I'm excited for that that trip. Okay. It's this Sunday. We are leaving for two nights. I'm glad we only have to drive a couple of hours because Palm Desert's very close. Mm-hmm. I'm glad it'll be a little bit warmer and sunnier, hopefully. I'm glad it'll be less busy. I'm glad. I mean, we can't really go anywhere because California, I mean, I guess it's this way in other places too, but uh, California is just... Jam-packed with people. Regressing. Um so we're probably going to get Taco Bell. Yep. And go to Whole Foods. I picked this little spot that is right cl- like like within walking distance of Whole Foods, Trader Joe's. Uh it is near the mall. I doubt we'll go there. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to do like all the stuff that requires to requires us to go out and about for the holidays, like maybe a little light gift shopping just for mm-hmm. essentials. We're going to do that there instead of here in San Diego. And then we're going to come home. It's going to be great. I'm excited. Yeah. Okay, now I can say thank you so much for listening. <laughs> we really do love and appreciate you guys. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll talk to you next week. Bye, guys. <laughs>